Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is March 1st. We are in the third month of the year. It is a Monday morning, the start of a great week to come. We're going to make it the best we can make it with a conversation every morning. And today we are starting with the ladder of awareness. And we're probably going to go into two days with this. I'll see where I end up today because there's something about knowing certain things that takes our lives from good to where we want to be. And the reason I say from good to where we want to be and not good to great is because what does great mean? Bigger problem we have is that when we get where we want to be, we go into the old habit we get into the old habit of not acknowledging that we're where we want to be. And when we don't acknowledge where we want to be, when we're there, we can't go forward. We stay in that same place of never enough, never enough, never enough. We're chasing that ball down the hill. And I just read a comment from Maria on chat. She's, you know, we always say good morning. Everyone says good morning to each other and and good day because she's, you know, far away. However, she put, and Christ, it is funny. We know that he is with us and it still feels strange to name him. I sometimes realize that I'm so used to Christ, just so used to him, that I just feel like he's always here. And I know that he's always here for all of us. It's, it's not just me. That was the one thing he told me in the beginning. If it's happening to you, even though people are not aware of it, speaking of awareness today, even though they're not aware of it, I'm there too. It's not like they break through for one of us. They just might break through for one of us to tell the rest of us. But imagine 
that he's seeing you all the time. Here's you. Here's your thought, especially the good ones that tell us to do something really off the charts, not okay. And then sees the balance or the conscience come in. And then when there is no conscience, seeing the weird way of evading ourselves in our own behavior. So what would be the first thing in self-awareness that would be the most important thing? It's the very first thing that we do when we are comfortable enough with what is going on around us to acknowledge it. Because that is what awareness is, right? You know what's happening. You acknowledge it instead of deny it, fight it, defend it, whatever we do to avoid admitting that this is what we're doing, that this is what's going on, is to listen more than we talk. Listening alone takes a lot of learning about ourselves because we now know that we don't know everything. We also know that when we hear people out, that's when we see the brilliance in each other because we say, wow, I never thought of that. I never thought of that. But if we cut them off, we never get there because we know everything. And you find yourself saying, you know, I I didn't finish my statement because you're so self-aware that you know that what you're saying isn't what they may have expected, but that you respect your turn as much as you respect listening to them. Listening more than we talk is very hard to do if you're not doing it yet. Super hard to do. Think about your kids when they come up to you and you feel like you know what they're going to say and you answer them before they even get their question out. What have you done? You've taught them that they're not worth listening to. Because we're not aware enough to understand that not being listened to isn't a good thing for our kids to have. These are the real gifts. Listening. Or your partner. You figure you know them well enough and they come to you and you're like, I know, you always ask me the same thing. And they're like, what was I going to ask you? And then you tell them what you think they were going to ask you. And you were wrong. But instead of even saying you're wrong when we're not aware, we say, well, you always do ask that, so I just thought. We won't even, like, come down enough to say, hey, sorry about that. That wasn't cool. That wasn't okay. So when you listen more than you talk, it's not like you have to measure, well, I did... 2,000 words of listening and 1,000 words of talking. It all goes back to that quiet, patient, 
calm part of us that just breathes through the day. I know when I'm rushing or I have too much on one day, my, you know, little phone and its little health app or I get that sign to breathe, to breathe. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not breathing. Because we hold our breath when we have that rushed feeling. We don't want to listen to anybody because we get tired. We don't want to hear anything, but now we're forced to, so we want to cut them off at the knees. That's why that awareness, that awareness of letting people be heard, because we learn through each other. We learn nothing when we think we know everything. A lot of times we listen just because we're waiting for the other person to stop talking. And then we want to just say what we want to say. But then later on, the person may have told you some great information, and now you don't use that information or you forget a commitment that you made because you weren't listening. And if that happens a lot and the other person realizes you're not listening, how much do you think they're going to want to come back and tell you anything? Because they realize you're so unaware that it doesn't matter. And then the other person realizes you stopped coming around they're like, hey, what's wrong? They're like, nothing. Because nothing's really outwardly wrong. They have just been taught, like Pavlov's dogs in those psychological experiments, that when you click, they come. Well, when you stop clicking, they stop coming. Really think about that. This is Like just listening could be a topic for days because the things we don't hear hurt us more than us having to control the situation and shut others down or get them out of our way because we ourselves are stressed. I know when my daughter comes to me or when my son comes to me and they want to talk about something. I've had to catch myself lately because now they're like 28 and 31 I have to catch myself to not just be a mom, but to let them be adults. Because they're asking me different things now. They're paying attention to their lives in different ways now. I have to remember that they grew up because my role has been so defined for so long that I was not aware of the fact that I still wanted to treat them the way I've always treated them. They've transitioned to my growing, but I didn't transition to theirs. And when I became aware of that, my listening was different. It wasn't just to give them an answer. It was to see the results of their childhood play out in their adulthood seeing what they've learned and how they use it and celebrating that instead of just trying to continue to be what I was. 
that awareness also reminded me that one day they're going to be here without me. What am I doing for them now? That's that quiet stuff, you know, keeping your affairs in order, making sure they'll be okay once you're gone. All of those things come from the awareness that I'm not here forever. And the awareness that we are entering this world of the circle of life where now they are as old as I was when I had them. One is as old as I was when I had my first, and the other one's a year older than I was when I had my second. And then I have to remember at that time through awareness, through listening to them, hey, when I was their age, I was like in the thralls of planning my life, in the midst of a career. I wanted what they want now. I'm watching them. My mom supported me heavily. She witnessed me. She she traveled to see me from Chicago. She would come and stay for a month at a time. And when she'd leave, I'd go. And yet not smother to have the awareness that we have to give them the room to grow. And we do that by listening. A lot of times we get in the habit of talking at our children because we just think everything they know is from us. And that's not true. The minute they leave your house, they're learning from the world too. So the way we learn to support ourselves by listening to ourselves, responding to what we hear from ourselves, teaches us to do that with others and teaches us why it's so important. Listening is like a fundamental, overlooked gift. Learning to listen is the gift. And then once you learn to listen, the magic comes into your world. The feeling of togetherness starts to ring true, you know. You start going, oh, wow, that person knows so much. I have learned from them. They taught me something today. Wow, that was my kid. That was my coworker. That was my partner. How lucky am I that I'm around people who think about their own lives and care about me? You start to feel that return of love. You start to receive that feeling of being loved. And then what happens when we learn to listen? And it happens to us once we got that down. Is that our listening to ourselves becomes more and more in tune Every single day, start fascinating ourselves more when we can hear ourselves. If we start to feel guilty about something, we immediately recognize that our ego is trying to rob us of that experience. 
when we have some pessimistic thought, we start thinking of all the great things people told us and how optimistic they were and how they turned situations around because we listened to them. We heard what they said in ourselves about our motivations. Why do I want to do that? What are my intentions? Asking ourselves what our intentions are is hard because a lot of times we don't want to admit what our intentions are, do we? Well, I I like this boy, so I'm trying to create a situation to get him to like me. I hear that a lot. I probably did that when I was younger as well. Because I wasn't sure if someone would just like me for me, so I thought I had to create something to make me more important to that person somehow, or at least noticed. But as you get older, you don't want someone like that. You don't want to have to rope someone in like that. But when you're younger and you have security issues, you do. Because we don't listen to ourselves. We're listening to everybody else. Instead of being curious about our own mind, when we learn to listen to ourselves and to others, it grows in depth deeper and deeper and deeper to the point where you settle inside. You're happy with you, you, and you don't want others unless it comes to you from heart. All that starts from listening. All we had to do was stay silent long enough to hear someone else, to learn what it is, to exercise that muscle that doesn't just react all day long but can hold back. Other thing that happens when we listen is we realize that the whole world doesn't depend on our shoulders. It's not on our backs. We don't have to solve everything because we start believing that the people around us are competent. That, hey, my daughter's got that. My God, I sent her to Europe by herself. She she walked from France through Spain. Why am I worried about her now? Why would I do that to her? Why would I make her anxious? Why would I make her feel bad? I don't have a good reason for that. Because I love her. I purely love her. And I have to trust that if I'm not here, she's going to be okay. But if I don't trust that, I'm going to drive her nuts. I'm going to make her dependent on me. And then if anything happens to me, I just hurt her by not giving her tools because I did not have the self-awareness to see her as a person. I only saw me as a parent. Do you see that? I only saw my child as a parent, not as a human being. I only see my coworker. Is someone that is in my way as opposed to a partner. I see my partner as someone that I feel contempt for because now I know them so well. I'm no longer curious. I'm no longer excited. But if you're aware and you look at your partner and you say, wow, 
Thank you, God, that I met this person. Look at the family we created. Look at what we have done together. Yeah, we made some crazy decisions. Yeah, some of them didn't work out. But look at how we rebounded. Look at how we came back. Look at at the end of the day, looking around and saying, hey, this is where I really want to be, the person I chose. This is the way love is. This is what it feels like. We have gotten so used to putting our minds down that we don't mind putting others down. It's all par for the course. Because that lack of awareness that negative begets negative, I see it on my page sometimes where someone gets on and boom, they're just going down the page. And it gets worse and worse and worse. And sometimes you kindly try to point it out and say, hey, you know what? That is actually not okay. Please don't do that anymore. That's very negative. I don't, I don't want to interact with that. Please try to be better on my page. It's my page, my rules, right? And I don't want to spread some other negative person coming on and then joining par and then all of a sudden my whole page is a fighting zone of people with different ideas instead of a rehash zone where we can learn from each other's different ideas. Because I, I, I can't, through the awareness that I, I now have, I can't back up the negative begets negative because I don't live in that in my own mind. I don't accept that in my own mind. I don't fight with myself all day. There's things that I face, and it may take me a day or two, especially like with the illness we have in the family and with all the work that comes with that, all the crazy thoughts that come with it, the way ego wants to come in and, and into something else that isn't okay. Make everybody feel bad. Make people feel resentful. Make people feel like someone's in their way. Instead of the service and the love and the caring and listening to that soul, because imagine how they feel. But without awareness, all that's out the window. Because ego can fight you. And it can get you to listen to it. It can make you feel bad about the whole situation and why are we going through this and why is this happening and you know, everyone kind of starts there. But we have to grow awareness of our surroundings. But let's also talk about the awareness of something good happening. And yes, there's that immediate celebration. But accepting that good, deserving that good, feeling worth that good. Like, hey, you know what? Life is a balance. Sometimes I have some days that I wish I didn't. But then I get those days that just really remind me that all that work, all that time, all that effort, all that listening, all that trust, all that faith that I had to have paid off. 
And it's not like every day we think about it. We don't say, oh, I'm going to be faithful today. Oh, I'm going to have trust today. It's, it's a muscle that we, we work in our brain. That you know what? I can't do much about this right now, but I am going to trust. I have to. Because if I don't, what's step two, step three look like? I had a man come up to me and uh, he wanted to talk about both him and his wife and he wanted to talk about introducing a third person to their relationship. And the minute he said that, I thought, wait a minute, those things never end well. They just never end well. I hate to say it like just that flat out, but there is always this emotion because we have emotions and we are human beings of one person feeling bad and it's usually the wife. And then your happy life, happy wife is not true anymore. So, What happened when I told him that, first of all, I thanked him for coming to me and telling me, planning it, whatever it was he was trying to do. Because I I said to him, if you did not have this awareness, you would act on impulse and then you will wonder what just happened to your life. And he said, well, that's why I came to you. Because you think these things through. You have seen things like this happen. And I knew that something wasn't right, but, you know, it's something I really wanted to do. I was like, well, wow, you know, but because I listened and I didn't judge... I didn't say, oh, my God, why why were you thinking that? Because of the awareness, because of the listening, because of the trust, because of the faith, I knew at the end of the day that wasn't going to work well for anybody in that family. What are our intentions? When they're true, his intentions were, in his mind, pure. He was kind of asking for permission. He did talk to his wife about it. They didn't just jump into it. They were talking about it. I said, maybe that's one of those things that you just want to talk about. But once you do them, the reality of that normally doesn't end well. In every case I've heard of it, it has not ended well, period. I even went as far as the 70s when they had open marriages. There's a reason why that didn't stick around for long. There were a lot of people in therapy in the early 80s because of what happened in the 70s. A lot of people. Being aware, asking questions, understanding,
understanding that we have to hear ourselves. Why am I thinking that? Or you want to punish your kids because you're so mad at them and you don't want to listen to them. I don't care what you say. You can reframe that and say, I want to hear what your intentions were because I am sure this started as a good idea. They'll tell you. I can't believe you did this. Haven't I taught you better? Now it's about you. Those don't work. Not if you want to be closer. Awareness is a life changer in every single situation you could live with. And tomorrow we will finish this show because I only made it through two out of the five parts of this entire conversation. But even just for today, listen more and see what happens. Let the person talk. Sometimes they'll stop and go, are you okay? So yeah, I'm just listening. I love you guys. Start the week right, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.